Good morning. Percival's latest investigation into allegations of misconduct by police chief Cynthia McAllister has been going since April, and now it looks like it's going to go for just a little bit more. For Monday, July 2nd, it's your Loudon Now Morning Minute. You and thousands of other people listen to the Morning Minute every day. It's trusted, it's personal, and you take it with you wherever you go. So if you've got a business, why not advertise on the Morning Minute and reach the thousands of people listening right alongside you wherever they are? Get in touch at loudonnow.com advertise or email us at sales at loudonnow.com. That's loudonnow.com advertise or sales at loudonnow.com. Thanks for being with us. I'm Renscreen. The Percival Town Council's second attempt at an investigation into police chief Cynthia McAllister has been going since April. Last week, the council did not quite wrap that up, which will send it to the docket of the new town council, which took over on July 1st. For a refresher, last August, McAllister was placed on administrative leave while interim town manager Alex Venegas and human resources consultant Georgia Knuckles investigated seven complaints of misconduct against her. In November, they found that McAllister had violated multiple town and police procedural policies. The town council unanimously supported a vote of no confidence in her, and she was fired. That investigation cost the town about $42,000. Then things kind of fell apart. The town announced that the integrity of that investigation had been called into question because of an alleged intimate relationship between Venegas and Knuckles. Venegas was then placed on administrative leave, and there was some other mess, but as it relates to this story, McAllister was rehired and placed back on paid administrative leave, where she has been ever since. In December, the town hired the firm of Wilson, Elser, Moskowitz, Edelman, and Dicker LLP to investigate Venegas. In April, the town announced the results of that investigation, which was a finding that Venegas improperly managed the investigation and failed to exercise proper judgment, which led the town council to fire him immediately. They also found that investigation into McAllister had had serious deficiencies that undermined the reliability and accuracy of that report. Since that time, Wilson Elser and Timothy Longo, a former police chief from outside town, has been investigating the original complaints against McAllister, but it looks like we'll have to wait a little bit longer to see what they found out. After an hour-and-a-half-long closed-door meeting last week, the council took no formal action, which meant the issue would go to the new town council, whose term began July 1st. That means new councilman Joel Gruy and Tips Stinnett now get into it. Gruy said one of the reasons he initially ran for town council was to be part of the solution to this. Andy said he's not sure if all the voters trusted the previous town council members to clean up their own mess. The town council has spent nearly 10 hours behind closed doors meeting in secret since the new investigation began. The council met April 24th, May 26th, June 12th, and June 26th. Town manager David McCarsky said the town is now tidying up loose ends and that he plans to brief Gruy and Stinnett on the details of the latest investigation early this week. As of June 15th, the town has spent more than $275,000 on these investigations. It has also paid out more than $359,000 in salaries for people on administrative leave, for interim town manager John Enzavino, who replaced Venegas before David McCarsky, and for interim attorney Hank Day, who replaced town attorney Sally Hankins, who was another person who was previously on administrative leave but brought back. Go to loudonnow.com slash morning minute to check out the whole story. 
In other news, there are already fireworks next door to my place. And speaking of rockets, it was the world's first privately developed space launch vehicle, the first winged vehicle to accelerate to eight times the speed of sound, the first air-launched rocket to place satellites into orbit, and soon it may be the first thing you see if you turn onto warp drive. Northrop Grumman Innovation Systems, which was known as Orbital ATK before its merger with Northrop Grumman last month, has proposed a monument to the Pegasus rocket, one of its most significant inventions. The Pegasus, which first flew in 1990, is carried into the air on the belly of an airplane, then released mid-flight where it ignites and carries a package of up to almost a thousand pounds into low Earth orbit. The monument depicts it having just separated from the belly of an airplane. The application to the county describes the plane as a typical aluminum-skinned aircraft painted blue and white, but it resembles Stargazer, the company's modified 1974 Lockheed L-1011 TriStar. Orbital ATK's predecessor before a previous merger, Orbital Sciences Corporation, bought that plane in 1997, and since then, among its other jobs, it has been used to launch Pegasus rockets. The monument as proposed would also have a circular walkway resembling a watch face with 44 papers representing 44 successful missions, and since the Pegasus is still in use, they could add more papers under the nose of the airplane. They do need approval from the Board of Supervisors because this seems to fall under the county's sign ordinance, which in this case would normally restrict the size of a sign to no more than 100 square feet. The company pegged this monument's area at 8,350 square feet. County planner Chris Bluff asked the company to clarify how the proposal addresses a guideline in the zoning ordinance that discourages redundancy, providing the dictionary definitions of exceeding what is necessary or normal or characterized by or containing an excess. Part of the reason Loudoun looks the way it does is because of a tradition of tight controls on roadside signs, which stretches back to the days of Vinton Pickens. In 1941, she was appointed the first chairwoman of the county's first planning commission, and she helped shape the county's long-standing prohibition on billboards. Loudoun County supervisors will be sending $7.4 million of leftover federal funding to pedestrian projects around our future metro stations. They've asked the Northern Virginia Transportation Authority to send that money from the Loudoun County Parkway widening project. That $120 million project widened the road from two lanes to four divided lanes between Evergreen Mills Road and the Dulles Greenway and was funded for the most part with state and federal money. It's also scheduled to wrap up in August and is expected to have a $7.4 million surplus of Regional Surface Transportation Program funding, which is federal money that is handled regionally by the Transportation Authority. If the authority signs off on that, the money will go towards sidewalks, shared-use trails, crosswalks, and intersection improvements to improve pedestrian access to the Silver Line metro stops in Loudoun. It would also bring that fund for pedestrian projects up to $13.2 million. And the Stroke Comeback Center, a nonprofit based in Vienna, is coming to Loudoun. According to the National Aphasia Association, 2 million people in the United States suffer from aphasia, a language disorder that affects the ability to produce or understand language. The Stroke Comeback Center provides ongoing classes and other programs for stroke and brain trauma survivors to recover from things like aphasia and achieve their potential. The organization is coming to Loudoun thanks to a grant from 100 Women Strong, a group of Loudoners who have invested in organizations and programs in Loudoun County since 2008. It is a donor-advised fund of the Community Foundation of Loudoun and Northern Fauquier Counties. Learn more about the Stroke Comeback Center at strokecomebackcenter.org and get the full story on this and all these stories over at loudounnow.com. On today's calendar, if you're missing food trucks in Leesburg, today is the food truck roundup at Frederick Douglass Elementary School from 5 to 8 p.m. 
Come out and support the Loudoun County Rescue Squad. 10% of all sales go to the Loudoun County Rescue Squad Auxiliary to help supply food and drinks for the canteen that goes out to long emergency calls to feed and hydrate first responders. Get the details on this event and check out the rest of the event's calendar at getoutloudoun.com. And if you like the Morning Minute, launch a rocket into space from the belly of an airplane with every episode of the Morning Minute on board to tell your friends and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And it'll be waiting for you there every morning. Okay. Have a great day.